0: You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information.
1: In this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast, we're going to talk about the challenges that many of you are facing right now, the challenges of working from home, and kind of some skills or some strategies that you can use to, uh, to kind of help with some of the struggles that you may have. And as usual, we're giving away a bunch of free stuff,
0: Welcome the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright.
1: To the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast. Did that go yeah. out at Matt or no?
0: I actually repeat it one more time. Because... Welcome,
1: welcome, my friends, to the Motor City <laughs> Hypnotist Podcast. It's a brand new flipping year.
0: What <laughs> the, the fuck are you doing? Ah, uh, you know, just push a button. Uh, <laughs> you know,
1: that's Matt in the background. Uh, he, just... he's, he's handling things for me in the booth. Yeah, terribly. <laughs> so welcome everyone. Uh, <laughs> I, I was gonna say this is our, well, technically we're recording. Um did we record i no, it doesn't matter. I was gonna I was gonna try and figure out when we recorded last, if this is the first one of this season, but it is 2021 and we're back on our normal schedule as far as our, our recording on Friday evenings. Uh so those of you listening to the to the audio later, it doesn't really matter. But for those of you out there who typically pop in, we're here live on Facebook if you'd like to join us or if you are joining us. So thank you for checking in.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um,
1: this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist podcast. So let me tell you where you can find me. You can find me at my website, MotorCityHypnotist.com. On the website, you can find all of my cool stuff, like the podcast page, with all of our episodes going all the way back to episode number one. Uh, you can find my store uh, site, w- which that, that part of the site is actually in, in const- under construction right now. Uh, but keep looking back there. It will be, um, it will be up soon. You can find me on social media, Facebook, YouTube at Motor City Hypnotist and on Twitter and Instagram, both of those are Motor City Hypno. And I am also on Patreon, a creator site so that listeners or or um uh, consumers of this show can contribute financially. Um most of the contributions are very very minimal. But you can get kind of cool stuff like uh like this coffee mug I'm holding up here. That's I always show that off because it's Usually has something in it that I like to drink. What you drinking tonight, Dave? Oh, I, I well, I, I think it's the Detroit City Bourbon. Detroit City Distillery. That's Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Uh, plug for them, yeah. wherever, wherever they're at. Yeah.
0: Good, good stuff. Yes. It's, uh, it definitely has a bit of a warmth to it. We'll yes, say. it yes, it does. And
1: I am warm. So that's good. <laughs> so yeah, check me out on Patreon. Uh, you can get, um, again, Uh, A coffee mug, T-shirt, you can get early access to the shows. And um, if you want to plug something or get a shout out on the show, um, you can get that as well. Mm -hmm. So check that out. And probably the most important thing is wherever you're listening, uh, wherever you get your podcast from, whether it be iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast, please subscribe to the show and leave a review. That will help me get more visibility, help the show get more visibility, and thus more people will listen. So that helps us out as well. (laughs) And uh, just take a look at the show notes as well. Every week in the show notes, there are links for free hypnosis guide download, which has always been available. My download for uh, confidence, hypnosis for confidence, MP3 recording, that's an actual uh, MP3 hypnosis session, and also the link for the private Facebook group, empower your mind for success. Uh, that one is just focused on actually a lot of that content is the podcast itself as far as recordings, videos, things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we do we do cover a lot of other things. And that's going to focus also on the course that I'm in the midst of creating that fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shooting for the end of the month, but uh, 2021 has started out a bit crazy. So that the that tentatively that's, that course should be out right around then. Every episode that,
0: that we, that you do, uh-huh. you do a winner of the week. We're going to get there. Right. But then you put the link to that story on the show notes. I do. Well. Yes. yes.
1: The link, the links to all the winners of the weeks are, are in the show notes. Yes. Cause I, cause a lot of these stories, I really kind of, some of these stories can be two, three pages long mm-hmm. and a lot of detail. And, and it it just lends a lot more information to the story. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could spend a half hour on one of these stories, but <laughs> but then that would the whole podcast time would be taken out. So yeah, I kind of hit the highlights, and and then I'll, I'll always leave the link in the show notes that you can look at the or or watch the video that goes along with the stories, which that happens a lot as well. Right? right. Yeah.
0: I don't know, Grandpa.
1: Oh, trying to put in. Yeah, coins. Angry Grandpa yeah. At Toll Booth is definitely a video <laughs> that the audio is fantastic, but with the video, yeah, it's even better. Even better. <laughs> even better. <laughs> So, speaking of winners of the week,
0: that's how winning is done.
1: So, this week's winner of the week is, and and I'm not going to know how to say his name, but it's Doctor Omar Atik, Atiq A T I Q. Okay, Doctor Omar Atiq. Um. He's from Arkansas. Uh, he's been a medical oncologist for nearly 40 years, and he closed his clinic uh, after ne- nearly three decades in, in practice and business. Wow. So probably, you know, 30 years, wow. you know, in practice as an oncologist. So I'll, I'll just read a little bit of the story, and then you'll know why he's the winner of the week. Okay. So he worked with a billing company for several months after closing his business to try to collect payments from former patients. Uh, uh, former patients because of money they owed for care and and what whatever else medical expenses that they they um uh, incurred as uh, f- after seeing him right so he he states i soon made a decision to just stop reaching out and his quote is over time i realized that there are people who just are unable to pay atik told good morning america so my wife and i as a family we thought about it and looked at forgiving all the debt. We saw that we could do it, and then we just went ahead and did it, he said. Wow. So the week of Christmas, around 200 of Atik's former patients received a holiday greeting that read, I hope this note finds you well. The Arkansas Cancer Clinic was proud to serve you as a patient, although various health insurances pay most of the bills for the majority of patients. Even the deductibles and co-pays can be burdensome. Unfortunately, that is the way our healthcare system currently works. Hmm. Side note, I'll, I'll, I deal with insurance companies every day. It is an unfortunate thing. It's, uh, hopefully let's, let's hope for the future that some reform can be made in that area. So he goes on to say Arkansas cancer clinic is closing its practice. After over 29 years of dedicated service to the community, the clinic has decided to forego all balances owed to the clinic by its patients. Happy holidays. That's amazing. That's the note. Um, so, of course, the next odd logical question is, not, well, how much money were they owed? Like, how much, how much money was out there for them to collect? Right. 200 patients, you said? Um, I don't know if he said how many patients. Sorry. To have you oh, no, go back no, that's, there. that's fine. 200 patients. Yeah. Um, wow. between two and $300,000. Oof. Yeah, that's fantastic. Thank, yes, that, two that's, two to three hundred thousand dollars that he just left on the table and said, "I'm not going to try to collect this."
0: But you know, that I wonder. You know, his staff. You know, that's that. Those are funds that he would be using to pay his staff, right. and, and his mm-hmm. own medical insurance for his practice. And he must have had to come out of pocket
1: just for that.
0: But then to forego that as uh, on top of it.
1: And I will say, just from personal experience, you know, me me being a practicing therapist and being licensed. I have to carry liability insurance for medical doctors. Those insurance rates are incredible; they're crazy. Mm-hmm. And and I I'm not even going to guess because I know it could be different depending on what insurance, but it's thousands of dollars a year just to carry liability insurance. Yeah, I I would imagine because the the risk is always there to be sued, and and you need to have malpractice insurance mm-hmm. insurance. So yeah, that that he uh this doc- oncologist in Arkansas forgave. You know, hundreds of thousand of dollars in debt for clients who had owed money. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? I'm wrong on that figure. Oh, It's even better. Oh, $650,000. <laughs> My goodness. $650,000 was the total. My Wow. That's very generous. Yeah. Big heart. And, and of course, uh, I don't know if they had any quotes from any patients, but, uh, it it doesn't look like it did because on honestly for hipaa guidelines yeah, they probably going not reach out and contact right. them anyway but i'm sure his patients are like wow that's just yeah. incredible ricky unbelievable Jay said, ricky j said thanks doc <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah john j or john smith <laughs> or joe jones <laughs> said awesome so yeah that's why dr atik good man good man good doctor for giving 650,000 dollars in debt for his clients patients after his clinic closed and and i'm sure they I, I mean, of course, I, 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 it's just it's just I, I know that when people owe debts, especially it's for, for medical reasons, mm-hmm. it's really tough because it's not like you have a choice on these treatments. Right. It's not like this is elective surgery or Ooh, something. No. This is something you have to do to save your life and, mm-hmm. and to, to incur all of that debt. Doing it is just it's just kind of insult to injury when you're already sick. Right. That That's so good for him. Yeah. Dr. Atik, you are our winner of the week. How winning it is done? Yes, it is. All right. So we are talking this episode about challenges of working from home. <laughs> now, this is this is honestly, I've seen so many stories and so many news things that come up, and and you know, you know, the health reporters on the news stations are constantly talking about, oh man, this you know, kids are home, people are home, That's, and honestly, if if you would have asked people before this pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um. Hey, what would you think about working from home? I, I I would guess that probably a vast majority would have would have said, "Oh, that would be fantastic! I would just love to work at home. That that would just be so cool." I'm not saying it's not, but after having to do it for almost a year, mm-hmm. it's it's not quite as ideal as people had imagined in their minds. Nope. So there are definitely some challenges. So I'm going to go through some challenges, and then I'm going to give you some 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 tips and some guidelines for what you can kind of do to help with some of these challenges. So one thing is just kind of staying organized. So in the olden days, <laughs> you would get up, get ready, drive to work. You have a work area. You have a desk with your stuff in your, and if you, most people would probably use a computer if, if it's an office job mm-hmm. and Every, everything that you need is in this area, and you have it organized you maybe you have an inbox and an outbox You you have all the things that you need. you have your notes as far as reference materials as far as you know whatever it's mm-hmm. it's all right there and and that you leave that space and it doesn't get touched till you come back the next day right now at home, that space is now work and personal, and several other people could be using that space mm-hmm. so it it's it's a challenge to stay organized. It's a challenge to 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 stay. Or to keep all of the things in that space that you now use for work and leisure and recreational and other people use to keep things organized and keep focused.
0: In my household, Dave, Mm -hmm. I have my own little space, work area. When my daughter was working from home, she had the kitchen table. So we didn't have dinner at the dinner Mm. table for seven months. And that is something that we had done on a normal family together sitting down for
1: dinner. And that stopped. Yeah, You know? and and it is it's a challenge it's a challenge sometimes just the logistics of it especially if you have two adults working from home kids in school who are now online or remote learning mm-hmm. that's a lot of different areas and and it's a challenge it really is so 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 the difficulty is is just staying organized so some of the tips is just as best you can try to have an area that's yours even if it's one half of the desk mm-hmm. Even if it's two drawers that are yours, but but try to isolate your area in a specific area so that doesn't get messed up or touched, and just just try to be. And 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 I know this is a challenge for people, but try try to stay organized as you go. Don't let things pile up. Don't let stuff get moved. Mm-hmm. But try to handle it as they come along. Um, you know, just even spending just a few minutes in the morning organizing, or at, in the evening before you're done. Just organize and get ready for the next day. So if, if you don't have um, one of the other things is, is that to stay organized, it's kind of like you have to have a start and a stop time because it, it is it is easy. And I know I'm going to overlap with one of our other one of our other items here, but you have to know when the workday is done, then organize and be done. You know, get your stuff together. If it has to be moved, you can do that. But but just have a routine in place so that the same thing happens every day. One of the other items that happens from working from home, one of the other challenges is distractions. Mm-hmm. So now you're at home. And and I know at my house, if if I'm if I'm at my in my office at my house. I guarantee if I'm working on it doesn't even matter it, it might be 10 minutes it could be an hour but eventually in that time my dog's going to go nuts and start barking because anytime something moves at the door he barks at it and and my office is right off the front door you come in the front door turn left that's where my office is and I I anytime I do something at home eventually the dog's going to go nuts so 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 the big thing is distractions it's it's easy to get distracted at home I, in my office, I have my desk, but I also have a a, a, a big TV that sits right in front of me. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's just easy for me to turn TV on and just check news. All of a sudden, it's an hour and a half later, <laughs> and I'm yeah, I'm just caught up. It's it's a distraction. Mm-hmm. And typically, you wouldn't have that in an in a office workspace. If you're going <clears throat> if you're going on site at your job to mm-hmm. work, you, you 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 don't have your dog sniffing or barking or wanting to go out or wanting to be fed. You don't have your kids running around, right? You don't have your spouse asking you questions. Not that that's a bad thing, but <laughs> you still get text yeah. messages. Well, <laughs> sure, yeah. Um, so so really is, and and the other thing that happens is when you're in that space, it's easy to get distracted by things you don't need to be done. So you could be working in your home space, and all of a sudden you just go over and you're like, oh, that pile of laundry needs to get done. Uh, I could take 15 minutes and just throw that in, and get started. Right, and then you end you end up you're doing. 15 things at once, mm-hmm. not related to work. So so, it's, so here's the thing. You need to set, as, as I mentioned in the last item, you need to set a specific time for work. Now, what you can do is, just like you would do at work, most people will take a break in mid-morning. So let's say you start work at 9, maybe you take a break at 11. Some people take a walk, some people who smoke, they would do that. Mm-hmm. But there's typically a break thrown in there. So do the same thing at home. Set your schedule and say, okay, from 9 to 11, I'm working. Nothing else is going to – and if you need to shut your door or even put, like, noise-canceling headphones on, whatever it is, but – but and also set set the expectation. If you have family members at home that this is – I'm working. This is work time. Mm-hmm. Unless it's an emergency, you know, I can't – I'm not going to interact with you. I have a break at 11. Right. And set that time up. And then during that break, if you want to throw a load of laundry in, do that and mm-hmm. then come back to work. But but set your schedule to avoid those distractions. Um, sometimes if if at all possible it would be nice to have a separate area that's apart from the rest of the household. I know that physically that's not always possible in a household. Just depends on how your how your you know the physical house is set up. Right? But if you have a separate room that you can close a door, that would be ideal. Absolutely. Yeah. So whatever you can do to separate your your work area from your home area even though it's in the same place. Mhm. And, and, again, make rules as far as distractions go.
0: <laughs>
1: you know, if your dog's bothering you, well, I shouldn't say that. It's going to be me As if your dog's bothering you, just lock him in another room or whatever. But, but again, if, if, you're by, if you're home by yourself, that becomes a little more of a challenge because, yeah, your dog would have to go out sometimes. And right, I get right, that. Right, right. But if there are other people there and you're working, mm-hmm. then make sure you delegate responsibilities. And this goes right into this next one is just how to manage your time when you're working from home. So th- this is probably a, a a really difficult thing for a lot of people. Is that you're working, you're at home, but there's no start and stop time. You're not clocking in. Mm-hmm. You don't. And, and maybe it depends on what company you work for. And maybe you have to log in mm-hmm. so that they see when you log into their system or whatever. Right. That's certainly possible. But being at home, there's no specific time where, like, oh, five o'clock, I get to leave. Right. The tendency of a lot of people, and I would say a majority of people, is that. Technically, even if you're working until five, you think to yourself, "Well, I can just finish these other few things." All of a sudden, it's seven or eight, and you're still working mm-hmm. because it's there. It's in your space. It's not like you're you, you're able to leave. Um. So we go back to the whole scheduling thing. Make sure you have a specific start and stop time, and don't go back. Don't go back to that until it's time for work again. Mm-hmm. And. I'll use my. I don't know if Ken, my wife was listening, but yeah. th- this is what happens because she'll, she, you know, she does a lot of our stuff from home since we haven't had our physical office open for for since you know April May. Mm-hmm. She'll get a she'll she'll look at the the company email and it'll be seven p.m. and then I'll see her wander into the office and grab her computer. I'm like, well, you're not working at work, are you? Okay. But I have to remind her because she goes, "Oh, this will only take a 2nd I'm like, "Yeah," but the whole thing is, you're you're. You're, you're working outside of your structure for, for when, when you should be working. Right. So that, that's, that's a big deal because you're, you're going to find that you're, you're, you're working. I'm not saying this is a bad thing if you want to work more, but just make sure that it's intentional, that you're not just caught up in it. Because mm-hmm. so I don't want to say, oh, I'm, I'm done at five. Screw the company. I'm not. If it's required or if there's something that, that you've planned for, that's different. Mm-hmm. But make sure you just have a specific schedule and manage your time so that you're working when you're supposed to work and you're off when you're supposed to be off.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And there are a couple other, there are a couple of project management apps or, or programs out there that will help you as far as, honestly, anybody who has an Alexa or a, uh, you know, Google, I, I don't know what Google's is called, Nest, I think. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Anybody who has any of these voice activated systems I, I I'm telling you I, I I just got one for Christmas and I use it in my office to remind me like like if i'm not if I'm not seeing clients like today is a typical day where I'll go into the office in the morning I don't see clients on Fridays and I catch up with stuff so today I just programmed all these reminders into my into my Amazon Alexa nice so I was working on on billing stuff and then all of a sudden I got a reminder okay now work on uh, I think it was always oh, it as it was podcast stuff, mm. yeah. And and I would have just kept working on what I'm working on, but because I'm getting these reminders every hour, I I'm, I'm staying on task with what I have to do for the day. So anything like that that's going to help you organize and manage your time would be helpful, and it just keeps you on task. Here's the other thing that people tend to do when they're at home: they tend not to take breaks because
0: mm-hmm.
1: they're sitting in their house. It's a place where they typically are relaxing anyway. So they just work and they work all day and they, you know, they might use the bathroom, but they don't, they don't have specified breaks where it's like, okay, I'm taking 20 minutes off or I'm going to eat lunch. I'm Mm going to take a half hour off and eat lunch because I know I've, I've done this. It's easy to go grab something to eat, go back to your desk and eat while you're working. Yep. And I know people do that at work even at physical locations when they're working, Mm -hmm. but that needs to be a break that you, you need to take that time to say, okay, I'm done for 30 minutes. That's it. Not going back for 30 minutes. So remember to take breaks. That's an important one. You know, it's really, uh,
0: you know, even working from home mm-hmm. is one thing. But yeah. even before then, folks that get their work email on their cell phones. Mm-hmm. You know, even then you have to learn. You, I learned how to unplug. Yes. You know, during non-work hours, you know what? I don't have to answer an email until tomorrow. But folks will get into their phone, and they start to get into yep. conversations, yep. and it's 9, 10, 11 o'clock at night, and
1: they're on their cell. And, and the other thing that that does is whoever is contacting you, whether it be a customer or, or a boss or mm-hmm. a fellow employee, now you've enabled them – now their thought is, oh, last time we talked, I texted him at 11 o'clock. So right. it's okay to do it again because right. I know he'll be up. Right. You're, you're just you're, – you're, you're starting that ball rolling that you can't pull back once it starts. <laughs> right. Yes. And, you know, and the other thing is, is that it's, yeah, I, I and I know, and I'm going to sound like the old man down the block. <laughs> Rotten kids, get off my grass. What <laughs> the, the fuck <laughs> are you doing? But I mean, you know, 40 years ago, people went to work. Nobody could contact them. Mm-mm. They had to call their work phone. Yep. It's on their desk. And there was no voicemail. No. Yeah. <laughs> They either answered it or they didn't. Or they couldn't just text somebody. So, so I know I'm I'm kind of being facetious, but but really that was if you're out, nobody could contact you. So, um, so so yeah. As far as that goes, re- take regular breaks mm-hmm. during the day. This goes along with the schedule, and and this goes along with what Matt was just saying too. Just switching off, just mm-hmm. stopping, just being done. When you're done with work, you're done. You don't yep. think about it. You don't. You don't look at it. You don't answer things. You just turn it off. Your sister Amy is
0: saying hi.
1: Oh, Amy, thank you.
0: She says hello and that you're looking real yep. good. Amy's
1: my younger sister. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Amy. I appreciate it. <laughs> I don't get that often on the uh, podcast. <laughs> Not yet anyway. Well, it, it, it could happen more. We'll see. So, yeah, know when to switch off. And, and when you switch off, you're done with work. Now it's home life. Now it's stuff you want to do or things that you have to do at home. But Mm -hmm. make sure there's that separation in your home between work and home life. Now you can do the laundry. Yes, now you can do the the laundry. Now you can prepare dinner. Now, Yeah, yeah, you can do the things that that you've been thinking about that you need to do all day. Mm -hmm. But if you were at a physical workplace, you wouldn't be able to do it there. Correct. So it's the same way. The other one is, is, and this, this may come into play with many jobs, it's being able to collaborate with others. Now I know... Well, I think probably Matt, in your position, mm-hmm. you work in finance. You probably have to organize or or collaborate with other every day. fellow employees every to get day. things done every day. And it's different if you're there. You probably just probably would have a meeting. Mm-hmm. Hey, let's let's meet at noon. We'll get this together in this office or whatever. Or or you just talk to them. I mean, I, if you're in a job, you're usually sitting by people. Mm-hmm. You get things done like that. Yeah. Uh, Alan, 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 Alan's checked in. Alan actually works from home himself. I work from. oh, I'm going to look at Alan's comment. Uh, <laughs> yep. Alan says, I work from home and it's difficult to separate my work life from my home life. They blend together. Yep. That's absolutely right. All work and no play make Alan. A... <laughs> <laughs> oh, did he make a Jack Torrance yes, he, reference? Yes, absolutely he did. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's that's fantastic. <laughs> Thanks, Alan. <laughs> I'm not going to hurt you, Wendy. <laughs>
0: You know that, that that famous line. Here's Johnny. Yes, that was absolutely um,
1: improvised. Yep. Yeah, yeah. One of, one of the famous improv scenes. Yep. Yeah, in movies. <laughs> I'm not gonna hurt you. <laughs> I'm just gonna bash your brains in. <laughs> Sorry, it's uh, my, my terrible Jack Nicholson impression. That's pretty damn good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did I, did I like this in the background. What the fuck is it I don't you? know. It's crazy. It's crazy.
0: No, but the collaboration. Yes. You know, you know, my team, you know, we're spread out across the state and in multiple states. So we don't get to interact with each other in person already. Right. So we're already used to being on a conference call. But now it's on a WebEx or what have you. So now we can actually see one another. Instead of just hearing a voice on a phone, oh. now you can actually see them. You can hear what they're saying. You can see the inflection in their voice, hear the inflection, and see their body yeah, see, language.
1: Yeah, see, see their reaction. So in that case, that's probably better. It actually is. Yeah, so, so maybe that's a good side effect of having to do it that way mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, so one of the other major ones is social isolation. Mm. And this is the hard part because typically – i I mean i'm not saying anything that that most of us don't know humans are social creatures uh, we i i don't want to get into the philosophical area, but if you, anybody's ever read thomas Merton's No Man is an Island i have not uh, philosopher um, but the whole theory is that that people can't function in a vacuum without other human connections or interactions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and and that really is is true. Uh, it, it's different. I, I know there are some people who who you call um, antisocial or or like to be hermits. <laughs> right. And and honestly, there are times when I'm like, I just want to be alone, I'll chill, do my own thing. But long term, over over you know a lar- long course of time, that's not healthy for you. No. Um, so social isolation is taking its toll with a lot of people during this this. COVID crisis. And I have a lot of clients who are feeling this and going into the winter months. Yep. It's
0: going to make this, it it's going to right
1: now it, yeah. is a tough time for a lot of people. You can't get outside, mm-hmm. you can't enjoy the weather, you can't take a walk, you don't see neighbors. It's mm-hmm. it's it's like everybody's in hibernation mode. Nothing's open. You can't go out to eat, hang out with friends. So so this is this is a really tough one right now. So so I I want to I want to emphasize with this for people is that I, it's different, and it's not. It, it doesn't feel the same. But but reach out. Ha, have a honestly. I'll tell you what I do. There are, there are a few of my friends um, that I've known for years, like twenty years, and we are in a fantasy football league together. Mm-hmm. So every once in a while, we'll just zoom. Mm-hmm. We'll jump on a zoom on Friday night and just laugh for mm-hmm. like two hours. Mm-hmm. Really, we bust one guy's balls, but. <laughs> But that's funny. We had fun. If I could and, tell you the Zoom chat I've been on this year, <laughs> but but it's great because because we you know we're not together in person because typically what we would have done is we would have just met met at a bar and hung out for a few drinks and right. watched a football game. Right. But we haven't had that this year mm-hmm. because nothing's been
0: open. This actually, you know, can you, you're at a bar watching a football game. It's like, yeah, you're there to do that. But now you're you, you're Forced almost to talk to that person. Oh, absolutely! So you actually get
1: better conversation. You get to know people that uh-huh. much better. So yeah. So oh, so that that is a t- that's a tough one. So so definitely, people reach out, do something, whether it be. And I know it's not the same, but it is still a connection. Talk with people. Have Zoom meetings. Mm-hmm. Have a group of friends that you meet with every Friday, and maybe you watch a movie together, even though you're not in the same room. Right. Do something that will help you get out of your own circle of. Of awareness, so that you don't have that social isolation, awesome. and I think that's the biggest and most important one, because people, a lot of people are feeling lonely. A lot of people don't have any, any. Um, I, I'm, I'm gonna say they don't have friends. They have them, but they don't have contact with them. Right. Um, that
0: outlet that used yes, to be there, yeah,
1: that 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 social outlet, and it's important that you have that in whatever ways you can. So hopefully those things will help people. I think that social isolation one is the main one because that that's the one that's the most damaging. I think. Yeah. So make sure you're reaching out, and, and if you need to, yeah, if you need to talk to somebody, reach out to a friend. I mean, talk on the phone, hang out on Zoom. Um, go. go I mean, honestly, depending on what the weather is, go meet somewhere if it's outside. You know, you can sit six feet apart and talk.
0: Yep,
1: just totally gotta, fine. You got to yell, or if it's but, somebody, or if it's somebody that you know well and that you you can have that inside. You know, hang out with and, and, and just be careful with the situation because mm-hmm. you know if it's somebody you know is safe and takes precautions, then yeah, mm-hmm. hang out, reach out, make that human connection. Awesome. All righty. So next episode, folks, we're going to talk about does online hypnosis work? I know we've talked well. This this whole podcast is called hypnosis. It's Motor City Hypnotist. Yeah. So we're going to talk about how. What happens with online hypnosis? How does that differ from in person and does it really work? And those of you on Facebook don't go anywhere because you're going to find out. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Yeah, people hang in there and we will be back in just a few moments. For everyone else, thank you for checking in. Change your thinking, change your life. Laugh hard, run fast, be kind. I will see you next time.